0: Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Coquit will hold it. 20-20 tie. High snap. Pulled down. Butker's kick is up and it it's right down the boulevard. It's And the Chiefs take a 23-20 lead with 4 seconds left in regulation and Harrison Butker kicks some you-know-what! Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom! Hey, how's it going Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Arrowhead Support Podcast with myself, Tom Childs, for the first few minutes anyway. Um, I'm here tonight to introduce the new Arrowheads Abroad podcasting crew because I'm technically retired um, out of the game now so I'm here to introduce the three guys that will be taking over from myself plus the help of Dave and Brad but them two cannot make the show tonight so I'm here to introduce Neil from Ireland say hello Neil hello Neil hello Neil, good job Uh, Duncan from Scotland Uh, hello Duncan Hello Duncan from Scotland, and Tomo, a better Tom than me, from the Midlands. So we have an Englishman, an Irishman, and a Scotsman taking over the podcast. Debatable,
1: but I'll, I'll take it, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm, sure there's,
2: I'm sure there's some jokes you could use there about that.
0: <laughs> I'm sure there is. Lads, I want to thank you for taking us over and keeping the Arrowhead Support podcast going. I'm obviously here to help you out tonight, but I am literally going to be the man behind the glass, as this class is as a Passing the Torch podcast, shall we? So, with that, I'm going to pass it over to yourselves. Enjoy. Oh, thanks,
2: Tom. Well, um, I've foolishly volunteered to uh, to compare this, as it were, and um, I suppose we ought to do a little bit more detailed introductions of ourselves. I know we had um, a go at this last week, myself and Duncan, with Brad and Dave, and we got our intros in, but um, obviously that kind of went belly up, so... We need to do this again, so maybe going to Duncan first. Duncan, give us a bit more about yourself, Chiefs fans, since when? What happened to them?
3: I suspect my story is not dissimilar to to many over here. Um, Mid 90s, when uh, Channel 4, as it was uh, here, started showing the NFL, Um, I started watching it. Uh, You have to pick a team, and uh, Joe Montana was the only, or the biggest name, certainly going at the time, and him. Joining Kansas City was the was the biggest story. So um, that was my team. I would say that um, I've probably been a bit of a, a bit of a backseat chief for a long time. I, I probably haven't kept up as much as um, as some have, but uh, certainly in the last few years, with the help of um, after going to the, the the Wembley game a few years ago. That certainly sparked a a real interest again and with the help of um, our heads abroad it's kind of just snowballed from there.
2: Yeah it's kind of similar to myself really the Joe Montana thing certainly rings uh, very familiar with me. Um, I was at university back in uh, I think did we agree last week it was 93-ish when Montana signed? Close enough. And um, I was at college sharing a house with a guy who's a big redskins fan and uh we watched the channel four stuff and montana was about the only guy i'd heard of so i was like "Yeah, okay i'll follow them um and then i found i had a friend in kansas city uh who just happened to have season tickets and he said oh yeah anytime you want to come over you come over and see a game so i'm like all right i will do um and so i spent the next 15 years um kind of planning my summer or autumn holidays around where the Chiefs schedule was. Look at the schedule and go, who do I fancy seeing? Okay, I'll go see them. Um, what about yourself, Tomo? How did you come on board?
1: Yeah, so I think very, very similar, which is quite crazy, but I've probably found the chief slightly later than you guys. Um, at university, you know, you come in late, and that's kind of the only thing on at that time if you want to watch sports. And I really got into it, but like you say, you got to find a team to follow really, it was probably 2013 when Andy Reid took over, I started following the Chiefs, Uh, not crazily close but checking scores and watching the highlights and such Um, but I know the exact moment that it really clicked for me and it was 2015, which is actually quite recent really Um, we won the first game of the season against the Texans and then we lost six in a row and for whatever reason Sky Sports decided to put our next game on Sky and it was against Pittsburgh and I set myself up to watch it, fully prepared for us to lose because we were rubbish, also I thought, and we won. And from that moment on, I was pretty much fully invested. Um, we went on to win out the rest of the season, uh, inevitably losing to the Patriots in the playoffs, which we we'll, won't talk about. But that was it really, and then from there, it was kind of case getting game Pass, watching every game, and just got addicted really, and talking about it for the rest of the week on Twitter, as we all do, so...
2: Was 2015 the
3: Wembley game? It was, wasn't it?
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was it the Lions we played at Wembley? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
3: for the Lions, that was Alex Smith balled out that day.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, that was a shellacking that I didn't see coming in that one. Um, and talking of shellackings that, well, maybe we did see coming, let's move on to the Denver game. 23-3... Um, to 3, a pretty comfortable victory really lads um how much fun does it look to play football in the snow like how how enjoyable was that for the lads
1: i mean i'm i'm not sure because getting hit in the snow is probably quite painful (laughs) um but the sliding looked good (laughs) like they did a lot of sliding and Celebrations look good, but they made it look easy, really. I mean, I think one team looked like they were playing in the snow and the other really didn't, so I was really impressed. And it was was nice to see both sides of the ball playing together at the same time, almost. I think we've seen bits from both sides of the ball in different games, but I think that's probably the first game we've kind of really put it together. Going on a bit from the Patriots, but I think that was like a really full performance. The most complete performance of the season? Yeah, I'd say so.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, um, I would, I would agree. I think
3: we, we just took them by the collars and slapped them about for an hour. <laughs> really, it was. Um, I, th- I think it was well, twenty point margin, but it did. It, it, it was more, in thinking reality, they they weren't close to us at all.
1: No, not at all.
2: No, it, it was a very professional performance. I thought, like we, we got a lead and we never looked like relinquishing that lead. Drew Locke looked like a quarterback who was a rookie starting his third game. Um, Yes, they have some other pieces on offense, but the Cortland Sutton can keep his mouth shut in future if he thinks that's his version of coming into Hered and shaking up the AFC West. Um, But yeah, I, I thought it was a very good performance. Apart from offense in the red zone, like, when it's going to come to the playoff time 3 points aren't going to be enough when we get into the red zone we're going to have to start scoring touchdowns there any thoughts duncan on what the issue might be there
3: i wonder if that game is a strange one to use as the bellwether for how well or badly we're playing with with the conditions i think they have to be factored in but i mean i guess the um the lack of a, of a of a truly effective ground game has to you know that has to be playing a part teams are not going to line up against us with any real fear that we're just going to plow through them uh, when we get to the red zone so I guess they can set themselves up accordingly um, yeah i
1: mean I mean for me i it, it does get condensed down there obviously it's going to be more difficult but Mahomes Field, as we've said before, is the red zone, so we don't have to score there necessarily. The other thing is as well, I think we've seen the Ravens do it a lot. They go for it on fourth down. I think if we needed to in a playoff game, we could go for it on fourth down, and you'd like to hope it wouldn't be fourth and long. But, I mean, with us, who knows? I think the run game would would help us there. I think we are missing a running back, but at least this is the team's problem. We could be looking at a problem where we still haven't got a run defence or multiple things could be wrong with the secondary which we thought could be a problem in terms of cornerback um, so it's almost a relief this is the problem because I feel like they can sort this out, you look at that two point conversion, that's the most Mahomesy thing we've seen <laughs> in, in, in a few weeks and it's probably not a coincidence that he's healthier, he's probably not thinking about his knees, probably not thinking about his ankle, he's focusing on the play whereas I think a few times when he was recovering he probably might have been feeling he can't scramble or he can't move about as freely and doesn't want to take the hit.
3: Yeah, I, thought, I mean, that little hip wiggle thing he did was just a, a thing of beauty. Stunning. Yeah, just watching a, a Bronco going flying past him like he's just zeroed in on the wrong target. Did you see
2: yeah. the video of that on Twitter today where he say he goes to the sideline and he says,
3: Did I look like Lamar doing that? It, it, am
2: I like Lamar now? I thought that was very
3: funny oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good video, he, he had a ball out there that game you could just tell he was he was loving it, the, the snow didn't affect him one little bit
1: I think he's got the bit between his teeth as well I, I think he's probably had to listen to this and everyone talking about everyone but us almost and it's the first time he's got a defence and he, I really feel now he's got over these injuries, can just concentrate on playing quarterback and I think he knows, I think he wants to set out a statement to the league now I'm, I'm actually
3: I'm, I'm finding this, is, this might be a strange thing to say but I'm finding Patrick Mahomes easier to watch in the last few weeks than I did at the start of the season and whether that's just that he had so many niggles at the start of the season you know, his ankle the knee um you know all these little things I just I felt that he didn't look comfortable out at well, the start I, of the season that, that might just be my eye but I felt no, that he was no I
1: agree um I think there might be something there with the offensive line that he, he, he doesn't trust, especially having got injured. Cam Irving stepped on his, his ankle. I mean, that's not exactly going to help you trust. But he said himself after the game that um, he stepped up in the pocket more. And I think that, that really helped on Sunday. Like some of those timing racks hitting, like Calty in particular was there. And rather than him scrambling and all the root concepts going out the window and then everyone just trying to make a play, everyone knows where the ball's supposed to go before the play. And if he can stand in that pocket and deliver it, everything surely must just be smoother.
2: Yeah, you said earlier there that you thought we were running back away from having a ground game. Would you not think it's more kind of offensive line is the issue rather than the running back?
1: Could be. I think it could be, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess one certainly one can't operate without the other.
1: But then you've got, I mean, you lost Kareem Hunt last year as well, and we all said at the time that that hasn't impacted them on the back end of the season, but I think you might have seen this season that, that it has, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any of them are, are up to the sort of standard that he was, and rightfully or wrongly, we are in this situation now. Um, and I think they just go hand in hand, if I'm totally honest.
3: Yeah, what you do have, hopefully, is, is Darwin Thompson getting more and more snaps and seeing more of the ball. And he's much more of a straight down the middle, direct kind of runner. You know, there's less sort of, um, there's less happy feet with him. He's very much just a a, well. C gap, C gap,
1: Yeah. yeah. He's, he's tough as well. Like I watched the game earlier, um, just the 40 minute condensed version, just could watch every play. And he did, he did shimmy a few times and make people miss. And I think that is what we've, we have missed.
2: I think with him I like the fact that he falls forwards. He's not the one going backwards when he gets hit he's still gonna get you a yard or two extra. His momentum is straight downhill and if you're gonna stop him, good luck with that. Um you know, he'll turn a, a one yard run into a three yard run and you know, you get a few of those together and you've you're getting in business somewhere along the line there.
1: I think we just got to get him confidence as well. I think you saw that the first time he held the ball, he was, he was cradling it with both hands. and I think he, just, <laughs> I think if he loosens up a bit, that'll help as well. And I think that, that Raiders drive will help him. Um, I think we saw a few bits in the Broncos game where he did something similar. Um, I think we can just get him more involved. The more he gets involved, the more confidence he's going to get. And I hope that we will see more big plays out of him like that because he's definitely capable. I think we, we've seen the burst from him.
2: Yeah I think it's a bit of a catch-22 really isn't it like how how do you get him how do you know if he's ready if you don't give him the time but you're at a stage in the season where you're still needing wins and can you afford to give him the time to see if he's ready like now is not really the time to be doing that but we kind of have to with the injury to the two Williams boys.
1: I think we got lucky in the fact that the Raiders game was over relatively quickly. I think the Broncos game was over relatively quickly as well so you get a chance to see him I think the one thing was in that New England game there were a few parts of the game where he did look slightly overwhelmed by everything that was going on but what, of course of course he is but you know whether we can rely on him is another question but like you say how, how how do we know
2: Yeah, I think in the New England game he had a few good catches out of the backfield I think he had like Four receptions for about 35 40 yards, and that could become important down the line as being that little escape valve there. You know, having that extra ability,
1: yeah, I agree. I, I, I think Kareem Hunt bought that, um, and I don't think we've had that this year. So, if he can incorporate that into his game, I think that will be key because I think Mahomes did have a really good chemistry with with Hunt when he was here, Mm -hmm. and if you can build that with somebody, whoever it is, if it's Darwin or whoever, that would be useful, and that might help in the red zone as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. Um, And the defence, moving on to them, looked impressive. They looked like how you'd want to see a defence play. Now, it was against... A rookie quarterback and there was all the emotion with Drew Locke playing at Arrowhead being from Blue Springs and all of that but at the same time like there was a pass rush there was a run defence there was good play by the secondary like it was an all round good defensive performance Duncan who stood out to you Duncan anyone in particular kind of really caught your eye
3: oh, I think yeah, you have to go with the honey badger um, I think he's Just a bit of a a Swiss Army knife of a player in the in the backfield. There, there's not there's not a lot that he can't do. I just I I love that. It's it's probably my favourite play of the game. Just for every inch that throw to I think it's Cortland Sutton looks a touchdown. He has it in his hands, and you just see the attitude he pulls it out with to to take the ball away. It's just like you are you're just no way you're not scoring on me not now. You know, you just—I—I I think that um, again, whether it's been health or getting to know the system or or, or whatever, but he had a—I mean, it's probably fair to say he had a—I don't slow might not be the, word, the right word, but um, steady start to his career, uh, I think, in Kansas City. But he's—he's um, he's coming onto a game and then some now.
2: I think it's—you could say the same about Frank Clark as well. Like the—the the two of them took a little while to get adjusted to the system, but I think. With both of them, you're really seeing the benefits now of why you would trade high draft picks to pick up those kind of players.
3: Yeah, I mean I guess we didn't we didn't really know at the time, but Frank Clark played so much of the um, the first few weeks of the season, hurt or or unhealthy or unwell or, or or whatever it was. You know, we didn't we didn't hear much about that. And he, you know, on social media, there's a lot of flack going about as you know, is he worth it? You know, he's getting paid you know, all those millions, tens of millions, you know, and is he is he a, a dud? And look at him now, two games he's played, you know, with flu or whatever, you know, he says he's lost so much weight in the last couple of weeks before playing, but you wouldn't know that one little bit. He has been a, a beast the last few days. He, he didn't, um, he's maybe not got the, the, the sacks or whatever against, um, uh, against Denver, but uh, he was all over that quarterback f- all game.
2: Yeah, absolutely. My my one concern with the defense is they've looked good, but who have we been playing? Like Denver's offense isn't particularly good. Oakland's offense isn't particularly good. The Patriots' offense stinks. Um, you know, we've the Chargers were probably the last decent offense team we played, and Philip Rivers just had a Philip Rivers game where. <laughs> He just did Philip Rivers things and kept throwing us the ball. Um, so like when you get to the playoffs, I mean, if if we play Baltimore at some stage down the line, how do you think that this defence is going to cope with Lamar Jackson and co?
1: Um, probably won't cope, to be honest, but I think it's it's a case of trying to slow him down. Um, I, I don't have an answer. I don't think much of the league has got an answer at the moment, but what I, what I do like with Spags is how nice is it to see guys running at the quarterback, like blitzing the quarterback. I don't, Last year wound me up so much. That Patriots game in, in the playoffs where he was just converting third downs because mm. he had all the time in the world he wanted to just pick someone. Whereas that last play sums us up brilliantly this season because we just, we weren't scared. We were playing with attitude. We sent everybody and we had the confidence that the guys in the backfield were going to be able to to break it up and they did. And it was Breland as well who has done some good things, done some bad things. But he's put he's managed to put a defence together that, yeah, we've got some stars, but at the start of the season we were worried by the lack of talent on this defence. Yes. And I think it's just shown that that scheme can make such a massive difference because they aren't doing this with Bob Sutton. No. Like absolutely it's not no. happening. <laughs>
3: No, there's there's no way that you can see like last year the, the the Patriots game, where you had Tony Romo open the booth, pretty much calling, the Chiefs' defense, and if he can do it, Tom Brady can do it down on the field. That's not happening this year. There's it's so much more unpredictable. Uh, there's more variety, uh, and like you say, that there there just appears to be, there just appears to be a, a bit of just just swagger. I don't know, a bit Nasty-ness. of mongrel in them. Yeah.
1: I mean, last year, there was there was times where uh, we'd score a touchdown, give the ball back, and I'd just go and get a drink, because it was just so painful to watch. It was so painful, because they could take time off the clock if they wanted to, slash needed to, or they could just throw it over the top, and most of the time, someone was open. Whereas Are we talking these, these an alcoholic
2: years, drink you went and got here just to numb the pain of watching the defence?
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe at times, but... I I think that was needed back then whereas yeah. now it's exciting to watch this defense at the moment like does pass rush and if they throw it I'm I'm half expecting Henry Badger to be the one catching it because that's been the case like the last few games he's he's everywhere at the moment
0: yeah
3: my my one i guess with the one the one black spot coming off the the game is is um Alex Okafor getting injured
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know he he's been he's been good um he's quite a I guess it's a, it's the sort of thing that that the the good teams in the league have done over the last few years. is kind of pick up these unheralded guys, fit them into the to your system, and then it just it all incrementally gets better. And he was definitely one of the guys that had done that for us this year. Um, so it's not the not the best sight in the world to see you know to to see him. I, th- I think that's him done for the season. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, he's got he's gone on injured reserve now. Yeah, so that's
2: that moves us nicely on to his replacement who is no mean feat himself Uh, Mr Suggs has come on board Um, we're not the Baltimore Ravens and he did say they were the only team he would sign for but I was listening to Terrace Poehler and Charles Robinson's podcast this morning and they were saying Kansas City is a destination for players now like people want to come there and play with Patrick Mahomes because they know are going to be in with a shout for a Super Bowl ring at some stage uh, and he is a very nice replacement for Okafor
1: I agree I, when I heard this news I obviously wanted it to happen especially knowing the injuries and there was outrage and people were saying he's not going to turn up he's going to turn up if Patrick Mahomes is there and he can win a ring who's going to turn that down that's what. Like. No one's going to turn it down, and and do you know what? It's a no brainer for everybody involved. It's not like we're just cock blocking the Ravens from their fairy tale. We have injuries, <laughs> and he's the best replacement available. Why should we hinder ourselves so the Ravens can have their fairy tale?
3: Like exactly. So. The, the, the other teams that put in for him are the Saints, the Niners, and the Seahawks. They, yeah. These are all these are all teams with with a heavy interest in in January. So I mean that's an indication of the level he's still playing at that all of these teams, well, like you say, that they're either trying to get one over the Ravens or they think that he can make a contribution to them for another half dozen games.
1: Well, exactly, and I always like to sneak into other pe- other teams like Reddits and have a look at what their reaction is because obviously our reaction is like, oh my God, that's amazing. But you go and have a look at the Cardinals uh, Reddit and they're all saying he looked like he'd given up and all this sort of things. He had four wins on the season and now he's got four losses. So let's see what his motivation's like and let's see what his performance is like in a better scheme as well.
2: Yeah, I think he's... The other thing he will bring to the team is the experience and the attitude. I mean, we were talking about the attitude of the defence and they look like they've got a bit of swagger. This guy has swagger. Um, Like, he'll put his big boy pants on and he will go and hit people, no problems. And just to kind of have... That experience and that attitude—you can't have enough of that when you're looking to build a good defense. And I think he's just gonna—he'll—he'll he'll lift the people around him as well. Just having him in the team,
1: the, the timing is just perfect, isn't it? I mean, yeah. we never—we never want to see an injury, but it, we are lucky that that has come about at the time it's come about. Because if all of a sudden you've lost Ogbe, you've lost Oak Four and you're starting to—you know—Williams is on IR, isn't he? Is that right? Um I think he's gone. He so, could but, have, I'm not sure. One of them has, yeah, yeah I think one of them has. We've got a few guys down and it's, it's you know, he's come at that perfect time and it's just a perfect storm and I really hope that he I think he might be playing this he was saying he might, he wants to play. He,
2: he's he's listed number two on the back on the depth chart behind um K Pass. Um his mm. second defensive end, but if if he plays 50 to 60% of the snaps you you would be very happy with that this week I would say.
1: Yeah. So uh Williams is designated to return it says here so yeah so we might we might get him back but
2: oh, we've had two return already though haven't we we had Chad Hen returned and oh, somebody returned the other week can't remember who it was now. But
1: either way like it's good that we've got that replacement. It's Yes it's an opportunity for him to go and to go and get a, a super bowl ring at the end of the day um and he may have to face the ravens which is what he said he didn't want to do but got to do what you got to do haven't you? i mean
3: he he's clearly a good professional football player as well you know he's I, i'm not sure i've got that much concerns about him having to face the ravens nah, not, um, no. unless it's what like i say uh, one on i said in the whatsapp group it was him one-on-one with um, with Lamar on the goal line and the game on the line in the last second. I'm not sure I want to see that uh, but he's he's we're definitely a better team with him Would he do with
2: Ford and accidentally line up off sides? Oh sorry lads, my bad there's five yards. <laughs> yeah if he could <laughs> not do that that would be all I
1: do <laughs> <laughs> Not fun
2: No, not fun at all but I, I think he will. he will certainly improve the defence I think there's no doubt about that, and any improvement this defence can get, um, I think we need, we need to take that chance. Um, one other thing that came out in the past day, oh, this morning I think it was, was the Pro Bowl nominations. Mm. Um, we had six nominations, one of which, I'm not going to lie, absolutely baffles me, Um like some of them Chris Jones, great, good to see him in there. Um Mahomes, obviously, Tyree Kill, obviously. McCole Hardman, as a return specialist, I cannot for the life of me grasp this. His longest return for the season is about thirty five yards. He's been a good third receiver when he's played, but a return specialist, I'm just if either of you can explain that to me, I'm all ears.
1: I can't, but I can tell you one thing. There was a time this season where I wanted every single kickoff to just go out the back of the end zone or to just knee. I, I would more than happy just give Mahomes or whoever it was, Matt Moore at the time, just give him the ball on the 25. Let's yeah. not fumble. Let's not give him the ball back. Let's not start ourselves on the 20-yard line because we can't get... Just just start the 25. <laughs> I was done with it at one point. I don't, I don't know, but, I mean, we saw Tyreek Hill get in, didn't he, as... Um, as a specialist but I think they've just seen some of the numbers as, as a rookie and thought we've got to try and fit him in there somewhere that's that's all I've got yeah Duncan? I,
3: I, yeah no I'm, I'm going to ch- I'm in as well um, the, the Pro Bowls, f- um, it's, it's a funny thing isn't it? It's one of these things at the end of the at the end of a career when you're totting up Hall of Fame um, candidates whatever you get X number of Pro Bowl votes but do you it's, think, it's, do you it's think players really switch. care? Like, I mean, are they that bothered by it? I suspect someone like Tyrone Matthew will be more bothered that he's not in it, yes, than he would be pleased that he is in it. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope we see a juiced up uh, Tyron Matthew against the Bears because I think that's what we're going to get because I think he, I think he, he lives off that, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, we, he we, feeds we, off it.
3: hundred oh, percent. I mean, we know that. The, the Pro Bowls and Irrelevance for the Chiefs this season anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Otherwise engaged that weekend.
2: Actually, the other player I thought who was harshly missed out was Mitchell Swartz, who is probably, if not the best right tackle in the league, certainly in the AFC, um, and he just misses
3: out on the Pro Bowl for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's another player that we're, we're just a better team when he's in, the, in there. Yeah. He's not... Um, Again, the sort of player that good teams are based on. He's not flashy. He's not got a glamorous name. He doesn't necessarily make big splash plays. Well, difficult for no-lineman to do that anyway. But he's um, we're just better when he plays.
1: I think we know that as well. But maybe the rest of the league just, just doesn't see it. Maybe they see no run game. Uh, they see Patrick Mahomes got injured. I, I, I don't know if these things... Get taken into consideration, but maybe that's the reason. I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, possibly so. Yeah. Um, and moving on then to this weekend, we've got uh, a night game. Why could they not flex this to Sunday afternoon slash evening? Um, But we have a lovely one twenty in the morning kickoff for away at the Bears. Um, I was looking up the Bears. Stats for the season: twenty um, ninth in rushing, twenty fifth in passing, and twenty sixth in scoring. Um, their offense is another one which comes under the not very good category.
1: Yeah, I um, you're gonna have to bear with me a sec. I'm gonna go off on this. I honestly think this is a perfect storm for us. I think the Bills win Saturday, and the juiced up Chiefs go in there and drop an absolute hammer on them. Like, like you said, we're third in the NFL passing. They've yeah, had yes. Mahomes out. Their defense is, I think I checked earlier, 13th. So that's average. So we've got a great versus average matchup on our offensive side of the ball. But this is where it gets interesting, right? Their offense overall is 28th in the NFL. And who's one spot ahead? Denver. Okay. Denver has a better offense. <laughs> Than <laughs> the Bears. And oh, by the way, our defence is looking freaking amazing. So for me, I see us putting up 40, but it's Andy Reid. He'll get conservative. So I'm going to go with 37 13, four touchdowns, three field goals because we're no good in the red zone. And, and you can just already see the storylines coming out of this one with them taking Trubisky ahead of Mahomes and Nagy off the Reid coaching tree. They should have taken this out of prime time because for me, it's going to be over by the second quarter.
0: Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, to to win the game, you would imagine the Bears are going to have to keep up with us, and Trubisky to me is not somebody you want dropping back and passing forty five times. Um, although saying that they haven't been able to run the ball either, so <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to make a great deal of difference.
1: Well, if they could um, just tee off on him, that would be great because I'm sure Frank Clark will enjoy that if he's feeling better.
2: Absolutely, yeah. The the new and lighter um, Frank Clark. What yeah. twenty pounds he lost in the past two weeks. Jesus, that's, some no,
3: that's not the sort of diet that I think I would like to go on. But, uh, no, I, mean, really I could either. certainly do with it, but maybe not. a... Not the way not he does it. It. No, I mean this. This Bears game is one of the, at the. When you looked at the schedule at the start of the season, this looked horrible. Yep. You know, the, going there mid December, late December. You know, potentially needing wins to beat the all-conquering Chargers. You know, and get the <laughs> get the division. It just it just had. Horrible game written all over it, uh, and, and couldn't feel more differently about it now. Um, yeah. I think good Mitchell Trubisky is average. He's not is good. Good Mitchell Trubisky is not as not as bad. I think as a lot of people make out. Bad Mitchell Trubisky, he sucks. Um, so I mean, it really depends which version of that turns up as to how much threat the Bears pose. He's. Um, he had a he had a slump, I guess, in the middle of the season. And he's kind—I think he's come back a bit better recently. But he's yes. um, he's, he's he's no Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so I guess it um, it remains to be seen exactly which version of them turn up and how motivated they'll be as well, given that they're now their season's over. So
2: are they officially out of the playoff race? I think that that loss to Green Bay last week. I believe so.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how much I want to see Khalil Mack trying to get to Patrick Mahomes with the. The Raiders thing, whether he cares about that anymore, I don't know, but that's the one thing, keep him away from Patrick Mahomes, because again, I think that since Pat has been back from his injury, he's been getting better every single week, and the last thing you want is him to, to go over on his ankle a couple of weeks before we start the playoffs, yeah. I think yeah. that's going to be the key. Let's get out of here. Same as every game for me. Let's get a lead and then let's get out of here without any injuries. Because if we can just keep building the momentum we're building, I do think we can be a force.
3: I mean, playing play devil's advocate, say New England went on Saturday, which is a perfect timing for us. To be fair, because we can then we've then got a very clear idea of exactly what where we stand coming into to our game on on Sunday. But say New England do um, do get there when on Saturday? How does that change what we what we do? Do we do we, do we set my homes and, and put Matt moor in? Um, is that even advisable? Given that we'd been will have been practicing one way all week.
2: I would say no because I don't think you want to risk being the number four seed. We are the number three seed at the moment, and if that's our worst case scenario, take that because if. We go through the wild card round. We play number six is Pittsburgh at the moment. I'd be happy enough to play Pittsburgh, and I think we'd beat them. And then we would go to New England. But I wouldn't fancy being the number four seed and playing the Bills, who I really don't think we match up very well with at all. And then if we beat them, we go to Baltimore. I'm not a huge fan of that until the AFC Championship game, thanks. So... I, I, my my initial thought had been yeah you know we should, like sit them from the Chargers game in Week 17. But thinking about it more, I'd much rather play at home to Pittsburgh and away at New England, than playing home to the Bills and away at Baltimore.
1: Now I'd go with that as well. Um, I think you look at who the Texans have got as well. They have got the Bucks and then the Titans. So mm. I mean we could get in a situation where they lose one of those. I, I could see the Buccaneers if they if they put it together they they're more than capable. I mean, the Texans are, aren't consistent at all either. So I think we could have a situation going into the last game where we might have a decision to make um, where we can't you know well we can always catch the Patriots if we win and they win but their last game is is a particularly easy one I believe and yeah they're at home to Miami yeah so that's that's that done isn't it really you would yeah. think anyway so you might have a decision to make that last game of the season. Um, maybe even if you don't look at it till half time then you go do you know what they've won that game we've already got the three seed it don't really matter how this ends up from here then maybe you've got a decision to make and and to be honest I'm all for protecting Patrick Mahomes in any way we can Um, but I do think there is that we need to get that rhythm with the offence and build on these the game that we had at Denver I think we can build on that and then if you get a chance to get him out I think that's the way that I'd go with it Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes sense.
3: I think we also, um, we we could, the offense like I say still has to gel. It's no bad thing that they get another chance, to you know to get some rhythm and get a bit of momentum as well. Um, it's no bad thing at all, I think, to to keep everybody out there. I mean, you saw, yeah, uh, I mean, going back to the Denver game, you you, you see the connection that um, Mahomes and Kelsey have. There was just a, a point there where they were they could have they could have played as a as a duo and just moved the chains down down the field they were untouchable and i think mahomes could just do with you know with someone like sammy watkins just just building up that rapport as well and and getting a bit of momentum with him going into the playoffs too
2: is is sammy still on the roster i've forgotten about <laughs> yeah.
3: him
1: don't get me started on him man. <laughs> at the start of this year i was convinced that it was going to be the sammy watkins year and
2: you mean after the first game, 199 yards, three well, touchdowns, before, but, and everyone's going, "Yeah, this is going to be so
1: year." Well, I thought it before, but then that happened, and obviously I was hyped about it. And then I don't feel like we've seen him since. No, no he was
3: he he was very good for us in the playoffs last year. So hopefully he can come back and do that again. Mm. Um, but no, he's, he's something like he's in the top ten or twelve highest paid players in the whole league. Yes, it's just ridiculous. That's, <sighs>
1: There is question Could,
3: can either of you
2: see a situation where he stays with us next season? Like, because like he's due something ridiculous, like twenty million um, against the cap next year. Is there any way he doesn't get cut at the end of the season?
1: I think you can get better value for twenty. Is it twenty million? You said
2: it's somewhere around that. Yeah,
1: you can get better value for that um, elsewhere. I Chris Jones it. and Patrick Mahomes well,
3: are two names right, that springs yeah. to mind. Chris name, I, I was going to say. We we know we have to pay Pat Mahomes, and uh, you know it'll, it'll be a new record deal, you know, when that comes. But I think Chris Jones has certainly shown. I know that there was some, I think some some issues, contract issues between them, him and the 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 the, the team in the off season. But he's he's come back. and shown exactly why we need to pay him as well. We cannot let him go. I don't
1: Absolutely. want to ever see him line up against us. Let's yeah. put it that way. I
3: completely concur
1: with that.
2: Um, Duncan, do you have a score prediction for the for the game this weekend?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've just I'm I'm going to contradict, contradict myself probably. I've just said that I'm I'm not sure that the that the Bears can touch us, but um, I don't think it'll be a blowout uh i i think the chiefs will win um i will go 31 24
2: 24 to the bears that's optimistic um i'm thinking we will win comfortably i don't see the bears putting up a huge amount of points and i can see us kind of getting a lead and just holding off on them i'm going go to go or somewhere in that ballpark there'll be a few field goals but um, I think it'll be a comfortable enough win for us Um, and hopefully the Bills have done us a favour on Saturday night um, and can put us in the number two spot
3: motion seconded yeah
2: Um, okay guys I think that's probably going to do us for our first attempt at a podcast here Um, Duncan, Tama thanks for your time um it's been a pleasure to chat. Uh, people, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us. Um, hopefully you listen to us again at some point next week. Um, but in the meantime, I'd say this is us signing off. So from one kingdom to another, we're going to say thank you for your time and goodbye.